Today in Science from Wired. Why pay more for a separate CoQ10 supplement? Enjoy twice the benefits with Superbeats Heart Choose Advanced from the number one doctor, pharmacist, and cardiologist recommended beet brand for heart health support. The new Superbeats Heart Choose Advanced by Human is now infused with CoQ10. That's essentially like getting CoQ10 for free. Our powerful blend of beetroot, grapeseed extract, and CoQ10 ingredients support nitric oxide production, healthy blood pressure, healthy CoQ10 levels, and heart-healthy energy with two tasty chews a day. Plus, Superbeats Heart Chews Advance are plant-based, so you get heart-healthy energy without stimulants. For a limited time, get a free 30-day supply of Superbeats Heart Chews on all bundles and 15% off your first order by going to RadioBeats.com and using promo code DEAL. That's RadioBeats.com, code DEAL. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Here's today's spoken edition of Wired. Powered by the Salvation Army. With just 27 giving days until Christmas, there's never been a better time to join the fight for good. To give through Alexa, say, Alexa, make a donation to the Salvation Army, or visit SalvationArmyUSA.org. Rogue Scientist says another CRISPR pregnancy is underway by Megan Moltini. On the second day of the second International Summit on Human Genome Editing, the last session before lunch was already running long but the crowd crammed into the Li Shaoqi Lecture Center at the University of Hong Kong wasn't budging. Neither were the 5,500 people around the world glued to their live video feeds. Everyone was waiting to hear from the final speaker, the man who says he helped make the world's first gene-edited babies. That man is He Jianqui, the Chinese-born, American-trained biophysicist who claims to have crispered a pair of twin baby girls. Robin Lavelle Badge, a biologist at the Francis Crick Institute in the UK, took to the podium to introduce the controversial speaker. Lavelle Badge reminded everyone that the National Academy of the Sciences, the global non-governmental science panel that helped convene this summit, did not know in advance about his work. Hess sent me the slides he was going to show in this session, and they did not include any of the work he was going to talk about, said Lavelle Badge nothing involving human embryos that were implanted. But after MIT Technology Review broke the news of Hez covert trials two days ago, Hez's session at this event became the object of intense fascination. Folks following along on Twitter wondered if Hez would show at all. And for one long, agonizing minute after Lavelle Badge welcomed Hez to the stage, it looked like he might not. When Hez at last appeared, he began to deliver a different talk packed with details about what he'd been up to. For the last two years, He has been working in secret, skirting ethical and scientific codes of conduct, and possibly even some laws, to make biological history. On Wednesday morning, Hong Kong time, he revealed to the world just how he did it. 
It will take scientists days to parse the 59 data-dense slides that describe his methods and results. Only then will a fuller picture begin to emerge about just how safe and effective the experiment was. But in the meantime, Hess still gave the rest of us plenty to think about. Like the fact that Lulu and Nana, the twin girls, aren't the only children Hess group has crispered. When pressed on the number of implantations that have taken place so far, the scientists disclosed that there is another potential pregnancy involving a gene-edited embryo. He hesitated to answer the question because the pregnancy is in an early stage. His research team has so far injected CRISPR systems into 30 embryos that have developed to the blastocyst stage. He says 70% of them were successfully edited and await further screening and implantation in five remaining couples. But now that's all on hold. The trial is paused due to the current situation, says He. He is now under investigation by his own university and other legal bodies in China. After He's presentation, he took questions from the audience and the moderators, including Lavelle Badge and Matthew Porteous, a Stanford researcher and the scientific founder of CRISPR Therapeutics, a company developing CRISPR-based drugs to treat genetic diseases. Throughout, He remained calm and thoughtful, if not always fully forthcoming. At one point, Harvard biochemist David Liu questioned the unmet medical need that He said his experiments were addressing. He recruited couples where the mother is HIV-negative and the father HIV-positive, editing their embryos to bestow them with a rare but natural trait, the ability to resist HIV infections. Given that there are ways to make sure HIV-positive parents don't transmit their disease to their babies without altering their DNA, Liu asked He to describe the unmet medical need, not of HIV in general, but of these patients in particular. He responded that his trial was not just for these few patients, but for the millions of children suffering from HIV all over the world. He described personal experience with a village in China where 30% of the residents are infected and children have to live with their relatives for fear of contracting the virus. I feel proud, actually, said He. Not everyone agreed with He's take. Between question and answer sessions, Nobel laureate and summit chair David Baltimore interjected to announce that the organizing committee would issue a formal statement regarding His work on Thursday. Baltimore then shared a few personal thoughts, including that the experiments as described do not meet the criteria of the National Academy of Sciences for a responsible application of human germline editing. Personally, I don't think it was medically necessary, said Baltimore. I think there has been a failure of self-regulation by the scientific community because of a lack of transparency, he added. Other members of the organizing committee were similarly skeptical. Having listened to Dr. Hay, I can only conclude that this was misguided, premature, unnecessary, and largely useless, Alta Charo, a bioethicist at the University of Wisconsin-Madison, wrote in an email to Wired. Charo co-chaired the 2017 National Academy's consensus study that laid out the criteria for an ethical path to human germline editing. Her greatest concern, she said, is that the consent forms that his patients signed created the impression that his project was an AIDS vaccine trial and may have conflated research with therapy by claiming participants were likely to benefit. As to the other embryos he's edited, which are on ice while the trial is itself frozen, 
What will happen to those embryos, or even who decides what happens, Charo says, is unknown. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.